Hi everyone. I wanted to welcome you all back to Rooted. It has been a while since an episode has been put out. You know, I've been pulled a lot of different directions lately. And when it comes to content, I really want to produce the best that I can and I'm willing to sometimes sacrifice quantity for quality. So today we're back um, and we have two special guests with us and we'll be talking about some very important topic that's going on within our community right now. So I'm going to go ahead and let them introduce themselves. Um, when do you guys want to take it started off? Okay, I'll start. Um, oh. <laughs> my bad. Go, go ahead. ahead. <laughs> um, I am Marcus Hunter. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here with both of you this evening. Uh, I'm a senior. I'm a senior at DeLaSalle High School, and uh, I'm a writer. A very talented writer. Thank you. <laughs> right, um, I'm Michaela. Um, it's a pleasure to be here as well. Like I'm glad to be here with both of y'all today. Um, I, I'm a senior at Armstrong High School. All right. So we'll just get started. Um, so, you know, we're in the midst of the Chauvin trial and, you know, with the death that happened the other day, um, you know, it's all this unfolding during this time. It's very traumatizing for the black community, especially, you know, we're still out here mourning George and we have yet another name to add to that list. And I sometimes feel like, you know, we're in a bad dream that just keeps replaying over and over and like we can't wake up but it's not a dream like these are real lives and the real lives are being taken away in cold blood so with that being said you know how have you guys been keeping up with the trial because personally I haven't been able to tune in just emotionally so how have, have you guys been dealing with that um I really haven't been tuning either I can't handle it emotionally either I'm drained at this point um, I did see like many clips from like TikToks and stuff, but like you mm-hmm. know on the internet, that's where all I've been seeing. Really, I just can't handle it. Right. Yeah. I also have seen a lot of clips of the trial, from body cam mm-hmm. footage to witnesses making statements on many different social media platforms. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been forcing myself to watch it to say the Mm -hmm. least only because I feel that I need to and Mm -hmm. that it's it's a substantial thing that is not only happening for me but for everyone across the country and that these things are these things follow trauma that is rooted in our black community and Mm -hmm. as you can see that the witnesses that have been making statements for the trial thus far have been very very emotional it's been a very emotional roller coaster for them and it's a connection with not only themselves amongst themselves but to each of us because we Mm -hmm. all share similar experiences as african americans yeah and so i think that i think that it's been it's been hard to watch but I've had to try to succumb to those differences or to those feelings and and um, mm-hmm. try to try to reinforce them in into different ways. But 
so far I've been I've been trying to tune in as best as I could or as best as I can but yeah yeah like I'll just have to pop in every like about every other day when the trial is going on and you know just find key moments and updates because like as much as I'm constantly thinking about it it's hard to like I tuned in I think the once the defense started giving their statement and it was just hard to hear him try to slander his name and try to defend you know a murderer and it was just it was just too much for me and sometimes I have to mentally check out and I think it's important for especially people in the black community to realize that this is traumatizing like we're living through reoccurring trauma almost like daily weekly so mentally how have you guys been taking care of yourselves when it comes to all of this trauma that we've endured on such a reoccurring basis Michaela you want to start off yeah I can go ahead and I can start um to be honest I need to get better with um doing that being in control of like taking care of myself with all the stuff that's going on because sometimes I get too wrapped up into it and like I'm not taking time for myself <laughs> and I'm just yeah. like I'm spreading the word I'm like spreading feed I'm like this is crazy but um I think that for now I've been kind of just coping like with my music mm-hmm. listening to music um trying to take time away from social media when I can but I definitely need to get better at <laughs> just taking time for myself because it is very essential if yeah. you don't do that you're gonna go crazy and get better at that as a community as well. Yeah, for sure. I think during this time, well, if you know me, you know that I go to the gym every day. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how I've been coping with this. So far, fitness for me is a therapeutic extracurricular activity, and I enjoy it. I take pride in it, and also outside of that i take the initiative to write about Mm -hmm. how i feel or about imperative things that are happening throughout the world and throughout the community and so this year i've been doing so i've been writing about what it is that i've experienced and Mm -hmm. what's been happening that is relatively close to me and that are affecting many others like me. And so Mm -hmm. my plan is to kind of write about this as an informative purpose Mm -hmm. for those who may not know and who do not live in the city and specifically North Minneapolis and Brooklyn Center and areas that are being heavily affected by these occurrences. Right. So now, and and you know, hopefully when um, Chauvin is found guilty. What do you guys? What do you guys think that'll mean for our community? Because, like you said, you know these areas are heavily um, affected by this, not only mentally, but like our communities are actually being, you know, rioted, looted, just based on some selfish gain, but also some just pure anger being um, embodied in that way. So, what do you do? You believe that a sense of faith will be restored in justice system if he's found guilty? I have. That's popped up on my feed. Um, you know, that question of, oh, will people begin to trust the justice system again if he's found guilty? So my take on that is I don't believe that faith will be restored, at least for the black community, the black and brown community, because 
just because that we know and we have known for many generations that the justice system is is not built for us and it has it wasn't you know it's never been constructed to help us so i believe maybe the white people will believe oh you know this will restore faith you see the justice system does work but honestly i don't think our community will they'll be happy that he's in jail but you know i don't think justice system will will prevail for us so marcus what do you think about that i think that the justice system will continue to fail us Mm -hmm. even after this and i don't think that we should treat this as such a tremendous thing only because all the proof is on the video the proof of the murder of george floyd is on the video it is many people have seen it across the country Mm -hmm. it's been recorded it was on facebook live stream i believe and Mm -hmm. it's it's preposterous that we're having a trial to begin with exactly especially a trial that that has gone on for this long though yeah for four weeks and for evidence that is is there it's already here Mm -hmm. and so i think there is a lot of redundancy in creating controversy around something that is common sense yes absolutely absolutely michaela what's your take on this Is she still with us, Michaela? We might have lost her. Marcus, are you still on? Mm-hmm. Okay, we're having some technical difficulties. But um, while I reach out to her to see what's going on, I know you, you briefly brought up, and I know you've written pieces about the effect that the diminishing number of police patrol in Minneapolis, in North Minneapolis, has had on your neighborhood. So what measures do you believe should be taken in an attempt to, you know, resolve the issue of police brutality against black and brown communities, while also keeping in mind that neighborhoods have issues with gang and gun-related violence. So how do you kind of balance that out? I think a common misconception for people who are not from North Minneapolis. I'm sorry, y'all, I'm back. Okay, great. (laughs) I'm sorry, y'all. I don't know what happened. Okay. Um, do you want me to the question you asked me last or are we on something different now? You can oh, answer we can, the question. Marcus can finish. Oh yeah, you can go ahead. You can go ahead and finish. And then we'll have Marcus now. Okay. Um, so I was going to say that I agree with both of y'all, um, but y'all are both saying, I don't think that the faith would be restored because as it's been proven um, with the death of Dante, right? It's just, it's never going to change. I just feel like nothing's going to change. Like regardless, I feel like it's all going to stay the same. Like it's crazy that we're good. Like we're on an ongoing trial, and then here yet again we have another black man dead because yeah. of a trigger happy officer. Like it's just, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it is. So we, um, I brought up Marcus's story that he wrote, and mm-hmm. I, I was asking him what does he think should happen to resolve both police brutality while also keeping in mind that some neighborhoods have gang and gun related violence. So that's mm-hmm. what he that's what he was talking about when he popped back in. So Marcus, you okay. can go continue. Okay, so as I was saying before, a common misconception about the police and for people who do not live in North Minneapolis is that mm-hmm. screaming abolish the police for an area that you are not a resident in is mm-hmm. a little outlandish 
to say the least because you're not being directly affected by your your words or your requests and so Mm -hmm. I think that it should be or I think that it can be an and or and situation it shouldn't be a it shouldn't it shouldn't be one eliminated factor in a big picture so Mm -hmm. having safety for the citizens and then or no having safety for the citizens or abolishing the police i think or okay let me back up having (laughs) having safety for the citizens or Mm -hmm. abolishing the police and police reform Mm -hmm. i think that it should be both of those things exactly because let me tell you why when i walk outside the house to go to the gym since it's relatively close to my house it's about a five minute walk when i walk to the gym I don't feel like I can wear headphones because I have to be alert and aware of my surroundings. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I live in North Minneapolis anymore. I feel like I am someone who has been hearing about what's happening here and who have who's come to visit. You know, I walk around very, very paranoid, looking around frantically and often walking with a quick pace. So I'd rather do that I'd rather not do that, I mean. So there, there, is a, there is a difference in situations for community violence and, and, and police brutality. And I'm not saying either are right, but I'd rather have that feeling while I'm seeing the police rather than every step that I take outside be that, be that perpetuated feeling. See what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. So I, it's- You can go ahead and finish. And I was, I was just, going to finish up with in conclusion I think that it should be an and in and situation right mm-hmm. we could have police reform but we should mm-hmm. remain with the same the same amount of police because of the disproportionate numbers that is police to citizens because yeah. there are about 682,000 residents in Minneapolis and there are about 600 police officers so that's about 600 officers 600 citizens to a a single officer Mm -hmm. that's the ratio yeah that's crazy yeah but exactly like you were saying with the and 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 situation I also I too feel like there should be reform within our police department um but I also think a misconception of when people say abolish the police, they think no police officers, like, just have everyone run rampant. Like, citizens just defend for themselves. But I think a lot of it is defend what we now know as police in order to create something that's not rooted in white supremacy um, and create, like, this new sense of public safety. So I don't think people... Well, any sensible person understands that obviously we need some type of, you know, police to police the citizens. But I feel like, yeah, there just needs to be something new because what we now know as the police, it's rooted in white supremacy. Their their job is to intentionally criminalize black and brown communities. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, like you said, it needs to be an end in end situation. Absolutely. Um, 
Yeah. And I feel like we have been seeing a... Uh, oh, Michaela, do you want to speak on that real quick before I move on? Oh, no. Y'all can continue. Right. Can continue. <laughs> so I, I, really, I really feel like there has been like this awakening within the white community about the injustices that the black and brown communities have been facing for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, what advice would you guys give people who are supportive of the fight for black liberation that don't know where to start or maybe don't feel comfortable asking direct questions? Michaela, you want to start off? Yeah. Um, so some advice that I would give is to read books to further educate themselves about the unjust system um, their white privilege as well because um, I feel like that's a thing that they don't truly understand really or like those that don't have the that are so kind of ignorant and not in the light of knowing that they need to read about it further educate themselves and be open minded to that um, I feel like they need to educate themselves on how black people have, have and continue to be oppressed um, speak up when their family and friends are being racist as well because mm-hmm. you can't you can't just you can't stay silent when it's going on you need to be able yeah. to be active in your um support with the black community black and brown community you know what i'm saying yeah um and then also like you know keep spreading awareness i feel like there's also some like like the 13th the show on netflix you know mm-hmm. you can watch like those type of shows yeah. Yeah, um like one. yeah like there's so many resources out there that they can utilize like they can google mm-hmm. up to try to educate themselves because honestly if you're not educating yourself then you're not really helping yeah you're still part of the problem yeah definitely i think Michaela hit her right on the mark when she talked about educating. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that white white people should develop a more autodidactic mentality in mm-hmm. trying to understand the disparities between them and the black community and the struggles that we face on a day to day basis and. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, being more attentive to that and accepting that along yeah. with the, the white privilege that they do have, awareness leads to action in most cases. Right. Yes. You know, and so that is the perfect place to start by, exactly. by self-educating yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And both of you guys touched on self-educating, self-education. I think mm-hmm. that is one of the biggest things while there are black people that are comfortable with telling you what you need to know some people some black people don't feel comfortable with that you know what i mean like some people don't don't want to have the responsibility of having to teach you everything there is to know about racism everything there is to know about how we're oppressed you know what i mean so i think Mm -hmm. yes taking that time out to educate yourself because there are so many resources out there is very important but if you do find like I'm always open to talk to anybody who has any questions but I know that's not a one size fits all like some people really Mm -hmm. are are not comfortable with that Mm -hmm. so I feel like knowing the difference and when you do find someone who's comfortable with it reaching out I mean like you guys said educating themselves on their own privilege because that's really important and not not always acting so surprised I feel like a lot of people think that oh this isn't a lot of people say this isn't america this isn't what we're about as americans like it's this, always been like yeah, this though yeah, like, <laughs> it's like that's what it was built on yeah like this you know? is america for a lot of people this is what america has, has always been for a lot of people and i think that 
that saying is very is very ignorant and it's very mm-hmm. it's very tone deaf to what's been going on for generations mm-hmm. so my so to wrap it all up the advice we have for anybody listening that wants to learn more that wants to understand more is to reach out um or self-educate yourself and also reach out to those who are willing to teach you um and i know for those who are a part of these black and brown communities but that aren't as socially conscious i know that can be very um intimidating or in like an awkward space so what mm-hmm. advice would you give to the people who are a part of our community when it comes to understanding that all the ways that this country has worked and still works against them and what they need to do to be more knowledgeable about like all these forces that are against them I mean for people that are part of our community just look at the news just watch us on TV right now (laughs) is the best way to just put it in the shorter term Yeah, and just be aware and really be analytical about how it is and like like I said before the fact that we're having a trial of a murder that was on video should be enough should be enough to how we are treated in America today yeah Yeah. Um, Michaela before you go I just want to say that like I feel a lot of people that are in our communities Mm -hmm. just feel disconnected from everything that's going on that feel oh that doesn't have a direct impact on me so I agree yeah so what do you think yeah what would your advice be for them um okay so I got some resources <laughs> right. um because I'm gonna come to justice class for my PSEO so like mm-hmm. I have like always some resources for people to look at I know that there are some black and brown um people in our community that are being kind of shunned away from this mm-hmm. I know it kind of seems like crazy to hear but I feel like that, that that's like a big thing when like when they move to suburban neighborhoods and they're not really mm-hmm. like like you know they feel uncomfortable but they don't really know what's really going on because they're not really exposed to like what's yeah. actually going on around them so all I re- really can say is to open up your like you need to be open, open up your minds, educate yourselves as well by reading books and articles about the social construct of race because it's a social construct now. Let's not get yeah. that twisted. Um, and watch slavery by another name. I believe it's on Canopy or it's on some type of app. But you can get that app on your phone. Mm-hmm. Um, read books about slavery, systemic racism. Have conversations that will cause discomfort because those are the ones that yeah. will actually enlighten you and allow you to um, open up your mind and see things from a different perspective. Because um, it's going to be something that you're not used to. It's going to be stuff that's going to be triggering. It's going to be stuff that's going to be hard to talk about. But you're going to have to be open to hearing those things and learning more about what's going on around you to be more aware and be conscious of it um another thing i have is um corey saffold um he is a retired cop from i believe one of the police districts in minnesota i can't remember where but it's somewhere um you can watch his interview on youtube called a former black cop's perspective on police reform a conversation with corey safford by dr alex g um it talks about the culture of policing that that white folks you can watch that too as well to educate yourselves because that talks about the culture of policing it talks about how he is um racially profiled as well on the job Mm-hmm. It's also about a lot of stuff that's like just very educating. So just educate yourselves and be open-minded and be open to having just like uncomfortable conversations with folks around you. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. a good point. And I think, oh, oh no, you bad. can go ahead, Mark. <laughs> now I was just going to say <laughs> that it goes the same for both ways, white or black. 
everybody yes. need an education and ain't nobody safe you know what i'm saying yeah, exactly. we all we all have things to learn there's always an infinite amount of perspectives to consume absolutely and to alter yes. your mentality into being more inclusive to different yes. situations stories perspectives etc exactly. most definitely so thank you guys for coming out and talking with us today um to really sum everything up our our advice anyone listening out there that wants to become more knowledgeable about what is going on and what has been going on in our community books um youtube there's so many resources out resources out there that you can learn from um being consistent you know not only doing things when it's trending is very important as community and as for just as one community as the people it's important for us to be consistent and to be motivated and to be passionate so also, yes also you know what i'm saying y'all could definitely tune into the podcast <laughs> yes for, tune for in future, y'all gotta get into fu- it for future episodes because we're gonna be talking about more stuff like this so, yes, yes definitely if y'all wanna if y'all wanna do y'all little you know what i'm saying do y'all little part <laughs> Go ahead and tune in. Come on, yeah. everybody. Welcome. Follow, yes. follow it. You know, you welcome with open arms. <laughs> Thank sure. you guys Everybody's so much. welcome. <laughs>